Hey world, and welcome to Vixen's Playtime. This is your host, Gorgeously Chaotic, and thanks for taking the time out to come play with me, where the party's not over until we smile for our mugshots. Before we get into the nitty gritty of fetishes, I just wanted you all to join in the commencement with me of the first official day of business for the New World Trade Center that just happened on November 3rd. Only a few places have been known to step foot into the building, ready for day-to-day -day business, such as New York and New Jersey Port Authority, and publishing giant Condon Ass. They're the ones that are the driving force behind publications such as Glamour, Allure, Golf Digest, Bon Appetit, and Amazing Magazine Wired. This is an amazing step, you guys, in revitalization and a new day for New York and, more importantly, the United States. New releases out in theaters this week will be Foxcatcher. It's about the movie, a dramatic story about the paranoid schizophrenic John DuPont, millionaire heir DuPont Paints, um, played by Steve Carroll, who also um, is in other movies and famously known for the waxing incident in 40-year-old virgin he's got a couple other movies that are just came out a lot of family films so this is a bit of a turnaround for him so i'm pretty excited um he is playing the character like i said john dupont who killed the olympic wrestler david schultz played by mark ruffalo um, also in the movie is sienna miller Anthony Michael Hall and my man crush every day Channing Tatum who plays uh, Mark Ruffalo's brother they're both wrestlers but um, movie seems pretty good kind of interesting I don't know if you're a fan of drama but if you are go ahead and check that out next one is coming out would be Dumb and Dumber 2 <sighs> the Fairley Brothers are trying to revive their mark in comedy when they bring back Harry and Lloyd rightfully played by Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey does anybody remember Dumb and Dumberer? Like, really? Did anyone sit and watch that? Exactly. Um, last but not least, Beyond the Lights. I just started seeing previews about this movie the past few days. It's featuring Minnie Driver, uh, the very beautiful Gubum Bathara, Danny Glover. And it's directed by the same women who was behind amazing shows such as New York Undercover, Different Worlds, South Central, Felicity. She's also... Um, did a couple of major movies, everyone's favorite, my personal favorite, Love and Basketball, and also The Secret Life of Bees. I'm talking about Gina Prince-Budwood. Uh, this will actually be a pretty amazing movie. She's actually an amazing talent. I followed her for a very long time, and I'm expecting great things out of her. So let's look forward to that. Why don't we? Um, all movies will be in theaters this coming Friday, the 14th. So if you have nothing to do, you got a little money in your pocket, go ahead and get your little boo and go to the movie theaters and check one of those movies out. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break before we start playing with the fetishes. Um, I'll be right back. In the meantime, I do want to give a quick shout-out to Eggs and Grits and Situationships, some of my best playmates around. Won't say all right, playmates, let's go ahead and play with some fetishes. I've received a nice amount of feedback from my playmates out there, and I appreciate you all. Before we get started, um, 
let's just make this thing clear a fetish is a strong and unusual need or desire for something most of the times it's um, something that's sexually desired or an activity for sexual experiment we all know there's all type of fetishes out there so I'm only going to touch on a few for tonight um, we have one that's analognia it's an attraction for older women um, we're not just talking about like granny porn, you know, where you can watch the old ladies get down. We're talking about that, that sexual experience that it's a sexual experience sensation that one young man or woman can crave for an older woman that only an older woman can provide. Um, I personally don't like using the term cougar. I know some women's women that you know, they, they thrive on that. Me personally, I'm not a fan of the term cougar, but I do know some young Thundercats who enjoy the attraction of older women. I've met a handful myself. I actually ran into a friend of mine at a gas station that I thought it was his mom. Like, <laughs> when he introduced me to her, I'm like, oh, this must be your mom. Never seen it before. And he's like, nah, that's my old lady. And I'm like, oh, so you're into that. Okay. So obviously it's the companionship. And if there's some women out there that would love to speak about this older woman, I would love to hear what you have to say. I mean, are you into the younger guys? And, and what is it about them? Is it something new and refreshing? And for you guys that are into the older women, what is it about them from your personal experience? What do you, what do you get into? To that you can always reach me on Twitter at Vixens Playtime, and you know you can always email me at it's Vixen Playtime, no punctuations, at gmail.com. We also have my personal favorite, it's voyeurism. Um, I love looking at naked bodies. I'm a huge fan of watching people have sex, not like personal friends, but you got to think about it. 90% of us are voyeurs. When you think before you judge, what do you do when you're watching porn? you're watching others have sex so therefore that is a form of voyeurism so before anyone is quick to judge let's think about that um i know there's not a lot of people that are actually into voyeurism if you find yourself more turned on by just looking at pictures of porn rather than an actual movie or a flick you could just be into pictophilia that's actually being aroused just by looking at still frames of pornography. Um, I personally, I like a little action. I don't know about the rest of my playmates, but I like to see movement. I'm a huge fan of, of sex. I'm, we're all sexual beings, so this is something that I, I enjoy doing. Um, we do have some fetishes that I know are out there for people of the not so faint hearted. It's called sadism. Um, for those of you who have an addiction to pain, whether it's inflicting on someone or having the pain inflicted on you for sexual pleasure, you're part of a much bolder crowd of sadists. Um, I actually have a, a couple of friends of mine that I haven't seen in a couple of years, but growing up in, in college life and venturing out on my own, I've ran into some people. I had a guy that liked for people to put out cigarettes on him. It was a sexual turn on and he actually enjoyed it. So he's part of that bizarre yet peculiar crowd of sadists. So he was a huge fan of pain. Um, amongst some that are not so strange but not very common, we've got a navel fetish. If anyone has an attraction about this fetish, please reach out to me. I am so curious as to what draws you to this type of attraction. What draws you to the navel? What is it? I mean, it's to me, it's a very, it's a very nasty cavity on your body, but whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm not quick to judge. It's just my personal thing. Just 
talk to me about it because I would love to know what is so special about the navel that turns you on. Um, it is pretty much a, a safe bet to say that a majority of us nowadays are huge pygophiliacs. Um, in layman's terms, you're turned on by ass, by bums, bottoms. Uh, if you think about Amber Rose, Kim K, Nicki Minaj, or even J-Lo, or if you got that one baby mama who takes their son to the barbershop that makes the whole shop stop talking. I've seen this happen in action a couple of times. And you know what? It's some women out there It's like, dang, okay. And a lot of guys are turned on by that. Um, I know about 90% of my male friends are into pygophiliac. They're they're huge. They're ass men. Me personally, since I don't have one, I really can't be turned on by some I, I really don't have. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure there are some people out there. But don't get it twisted. Just because I don't have an ass don't mean I don't get them. I, I get dudes. Don't get that twisted. I got I got men. <laughs> um, if you're like a person like myself, you're a huge stigmatophiliac. Um, that's someone who is turned on by tattoos or piercings on someone. With me being a slight lover of pain, to see someone survive with tattoos and piercing in the oddest of places, I have no choice but to be turned on. Like, if you have a beard tattooed to job, you're going to hear the sound of my panties evaporate. I'm a huge fan of beards. I, anyone that knows me knows I love beards. Um... I love tattoos, what they symbolize, why you've got them in that particular placement or what you've chosen to put on there. I'm a huge fan of all that. And, um, yeah, I, I like pain. Um, I've got a couple of different piercings. I've got quite a few tattoos, and I love that's a, a conversation starter. So it, it, it happens. Um, a funny thing that I, I've asked a couple of people, both men and women, um, and I actually had an old boyfriend about two years ago. I had a boyfriend. I'll, lose, I'll use that term loosely. He would not let me come over and spend time with him. Like We couldn't have quality time if I didn't have on my heels. Um, for those of you that have known me for years and years, I don't wear regular shoes. <laughs> my heels are very detailed, um, whether it's detailed in the actual design or the fabric or the style, what have you. They're conversation pieces. Um, that's the only bizarre thing about my style is probably my shoes. But he would not let me come to his house unless I had on my heels. And not just any heels. I had to have on like clothes, toe pumps, at least six, six inches tall. Like the wilder the design, the better. I couldn't wear any boots. I couldn't wear any open-toed shoes. He had a very particular retifacious. He, he had a sexual attraction to high heels. And according to some men, the higher the heel, the more, the more turned on they got. And I mean, he just, he was so turned on by this. And it just, it baffles me. But I get it. You've got someone that's, that looks powerful and looks like she can just achieve the world in these heels. And, and you want that. That's what you want. That's what turns you on. So it's pretty safe to say that powerful women are a huge turn on to everyone. So that's something that we may get into later down the road, but I have to admit with some of the guys, I love me a powerful woman. It is it's a sexual turn on too. But um yeah, that's that's a lot of a, a couple of different fetishes, pretty common fetishes. Um when I come back, we're gonna take a quick break, but I do wanna come back and we'll read some feedback from my, my playmates out there. I appreciate everyone that's been emailing me about some things. 
my fetishes. Um, I've got a couple different ones that I know you guys can't wait to hear. Um, but as we take this break, I do want to mention that you can always email me at itsvixensplaytime at gmail.com. Remember, no punctuation. For any advice, questions, topics, feedback, I would love to hear from you. You can also tweet me at vixensplaytime. And I also want to do a quick shout out to PLG. You niggas stay petty out there. I see you. And other than that, we'll be right back. Staggin' with my dick My shit dumb Staggin' with my dick My shit dumb Staggin' with my line on my mind VIP going mad Bands make a dance Wow, I love it. I love it. I love that. That right there is my new boo, Kevin Gates, called Thinking With My Dick. I figured it was a great intro to uh, get ready to talk about what my feedback playmates are sending me. Yes, it is time for my playmates to talk back. I have some amazing peculiar fetishes. And if we get it, go ahead and stay settled in for the next few, that would be awesome. Uh, let's go ahead and get started. One person said that he has a fetish for ass. Surprise, surprise, since we just got done talking about that. And he also has a fetish for long hair. He says that uh, ass and long hair together is his kryptonite. So ladies, if you're looking for what could be a man's demise, what is his weakness, this man's kryptonite is ass and long hair. He's from the West Coast, I can tell you that much. So for those ladies that are out there on the West Coast, there's probably one in every few men that feel that way. So have fun with that. <laughs> um, I also have another individual that says that he has a thing for women to pee on him. Now, in the sex world, we like to call that a golden shower. It's actually a form of BDSM, um, which is one of the most taboo sexual innuendos of them all. Um, some people are into BDSM, another topic that we can discuss at a later date, but I will tell you that that is the uh, the fetish, if you will, of whips and chains, Wardenberger wheels, handcuffs, bondage, everything. Um, it is right up there with sadism, but it's, it's, it's a pretty intense experiment with the right person. Um, safety words is all I'm going to say. Um, he also said that he had a thing or a fetish for squirting. Now, squirting will definitely be a topic that we're going to definitely delve into at a later play date. I cannot wait to hear from my squirters out there. You guys are welcome to reach at me anytime for that matter. I want to know what is it, what are your secrets, what are your tips, any hints, what you have that, that gets you into the squirting. Like, what are, what are they hitting? to make it squirt basically is what I'm curious about um, this would be a great topic for everybody to, to learn more to be more educated and to know you know what you're doing and guys I want to know what is it about squirting that turns you on I don't understand it just to me it's like I don't I don't know it's it's another form of pee <laughs> it's another form of urine to me but um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to know about the squirters. I'm doing research on that amongst other things. So that will be a very nearby topic very, very soon. Um, another playmate, finally a female, <laughs> says that she has a fetish for large testicles. Uh, she said as if giving head wasn't fun enough for her as it is for a majority of women. Women may tell you that they don't like it, but there are a couple women behind them that love it. To me, it's a power trip. Um, 
I love I love being down there. It, it to know that I'm turning you on turns me on basically, and I know I'm not the only one out there, so that's fine. Um, she says that even though giving head, you know, it's giving head wasn't enough fun for her. She likes to have other things to play with. Now, I think there are so many techniques to giving head. If you've done them all, or if you're just not interested in the majority of them, I can totally understand you want other things to play with. And I'm pretty sure that her man appreciates that too. <laughs> so there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I personally thought large testicles was a medical condition at first, and then she sent me some examples. And I said, oh, okay. Now, if I had a website, I probably still wouldn't post them. <laughs> just for personal reasons <laughs> but that's definitely something that I'm pretty sure you can google or something and take a look at um, but I totally I, I dig what she's saying I can definitely understand that I also had a recent playmate reach out to me and say that he has a fetish for breast milk in his words he says he loves big breasts the bigger the better especially if they are pretty he says pretty means that no sagging, firm nipples, um, must be symmetrical, and nice firm breasts all in all. I'm going to stop you right there, sir, uh, just for the fact that there is no such thing as two breasts being the same size. Women's bodies are so different from one another, not just from the inside, but from the outside, even the appearance. Um, for those women who actually look at themselves in the mirror, I say for those because it should be all of us, but I know some women won't and I don't understand why you love your body and you embrace your flaws and you've heard that from me um, no woman has the same exact breast size unless she surgically had it done that way and even then I would think that would be a health concern but uh, me personally the right side of my body is slightly larger than the left side it's not like something that you can see as I'm walking down the street but I've inspected myself I look at myself on the daily obviously and that's something that I happen to notice um, it's not just breasts legs arms whatever knees whatever you want to look at but just to keep it kosher I want everyone to know there's no such thing as two breasts being the exact same size unless they pay for it that way um, my same playmate said that he has a fetish of seeing women basically playing with their own breasts, sucking on them, teasing them, slapping them together. He said there's a huge turn on. Um, when he's not at home with his wife to do those things, he loves to watch women jog. The fact of the movement of their breasts going up and down turns him on. So he is a breast man basically, and his fetish are breasts. Anything about breasts, you know, but they have to be pretty. <laughs> <laughs> they have to be pretty breasts um, for him to be turned on to start with. So I can definitely understand that too. Um, me personally, being one of the well-endowed, I appreciate that. <laughs> I also have another playmate who also has a breast milk fetish. I did not know that breast milk was a huge turn-on for a lot of men out there. And this is actually pretty pretty interesting to know. I discussed this with my mother before and she actually was like, oh, there's not a lot of men who are into that because, you know, it's the fact of where the milk is coming from, the smell of it, the thickness. I mean, you know, we, that's things that I've discussed with a few people and it's just, it's quite interesting to hear that someone is turned on by it. So he said that uh, he hasn't been able to physically do this yet because he has not found a supplier. And he said the reason why is the idea of drinking from a woman is a huge turn on. 
and he loves videos of milk dripping and squirting. Um, haven't you heard of a body shot? <laughs> Just kidding. But I can, uh, okay, drinking from a woman is a huge turn on. Um, I don't know if you guys, if anyone's a fan of American Horror Story, but on the second season, The Asylum, towards the end, and I'm not a spoiler alert because it's like three or four years old, um, towards the end of Asylum's season, the son of um, the face, the scary face, killer face guy, whatever they called him, he was a breast milk fetish, but he also had mommy issues. So I don't know if that's an issue or not with my playmate. I don't think so, but that guy had mommy issues, but he would pay, pay the woman to suck the milk out of her breast, and it was the craziest thing that I've ever seen and to know that a, a station like FX would show that was just crazy to me so parents gotta watch what your kids are watching sometimes because that is something not for the innocent eyes to view <laughs> um, I also had another playmate he basically opened up the letter saying I have no explanation why but I've always been turned on by a woman who can blow bubblegum bubbles even as a kindergartner, it would get me hard. Something about the way it sounds when it's chewed, blown, and popped. Um, I'm sorry, but you should not be in kindergarten getting hard. <laughs> you should not be in kindergarten getting turned on. I think I might got turned on by crayon. It's just drawing was exciting. <laughs> so, but okay, advanced. All right. Um, he says that the mouth movement when a bubble is about to form and watching those great pink bubbles grow in the front of their face. And if they're good enough to blow double bubbles or huge face size bubbles, I am completely captivated. Let me go ahead and get some bubble gum and <laughs> see what happens. Um, he's, uh, yeah, he was, he's very interested into that. His fetish is basically women blowing bubbles and bubble gum bubbles. Um, those are some crazy fetishes. I'm kind of intrigued by them, but it's a relief to know that there are some some not so common fetishes out there. And it's it's pretty safe to say that anyone can be turned on by anything for any amount of reasons. But they're healthy, you know. It, it's in a scary way they are healthy to have these fetishes because it, it's basically telling you that it's okay by hearing some of the common and hearing some of the not so common. It's okay to be turned on by whatever you want. You just can't act upon those turn-ons from time to time. And if you have, I'm pretty sure the law enforcement has been involved. Um, <laughs> again, I'm pretty sure you guys are questioning all this. But again, one must not judge. Because we will definitely get to your angle of interest at another play date. Um, as I come to an end, I know you guys are hearing the music. We're working on the music, if you can hear it. The first song, obviously, my first two songs, if you didn't know anything about me, my one of my favorite artists is Rihanna for so many reasons. Um, she's fearless. I love fearless women. I love controversial women and men. Um, anybody that has someone questioning their activity while getting money and staying on the hustle, you've got nothing but mad respect and love for me on that. Um, Quick shout out to my family for supporting me, my friends who were tired of hearing about me starting this podcast and finally are hearing it. Thank you guys for all that support. Um, 
as always, when it comes to my sexual podcast episodes, I will always encourage you to wear condoms, some sort of contraceptives. Um, you guys, know your partners. Know your partner or partners. Get tested regularly and do not be afraid to talk about it with each other. Um, next month is December. I hate to have to break it down to you guys, but next month is December. And December is also um, health awareness, basically. Um, December 1st is National AIDS Day. I think it's December 1st. Um, so get out there and get tested. I know it probably sounds like it's going to be a hassle or tedious, whatever you want to call it, but I'd rather go through that hassle knowing that I am pretty much I, I'm STD free or AIDS free. You can do either one. You can do both. Um, just for your own benefit, not just to please someone else, but for your own benefit, you should want to know the health of your body. You should want to know the status of your body. You should want to know the status of your partner or partners, especially if you're out there doing multiple situations. You're doing multiples and you're having unprotected sex, you are running a risky game there. And I choose not to play. <laughs> but again, wear condoms, contraceptives, plan B's, whatever. Know your partners and talk about it. Communication is key in any type of relationship, whether it's platonic or sexual or anything, you know, Communication is key. Um, speaking of relationships, I appreciate you guys playing with me tonight. Stay tuned next week as we get into another realm of your life, which we call relationships. Um, I want to know from you guys, when is it a good time to meet the family in the relationship? Is it a month? Is it six months? Is it a year? Is it a couple years? Not at all, depending on if your family puts the fun and dysfunctional or if you're, you know, your parents put the hot and psychotic, <laughs> whatever it may be. I want to hear from you guys. I know I got some crazy stories from my playmates and I would love to hear from you. As you know, again, I'm going to constantly plug in my email. It is, it's Vixen's Playtime, no punctuation at gmail.com. You can also reach on me at my Twitter handle at Vixen's Playtime. And, you know, you can... Always reach out to me if you see me out and about in the streets. I'm nowhere important. <laughs> this is Gorgeously Chaotic. I am signing off with this one quote. One may not need porn, but may have memories and a great imagination. You guys have a great week. And once again, I appreciate you guys all playing with me. Keep it hot and keep it nasty. Good night.